there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline Podcast, episode 96. I'll tell you something, when I started doing the Darkest Timeline, I honestly didn't know if I had enough content to fill the first episode. And here it is, mere moments away from 100 episodes. Whew. If you're watching this on YouTube, then uh, just have a look and see if that uh, subscribe button's been clicked. If it has, you're an awesome person. That awesome that you might tell another person to do the same. Hmm. You can subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts from an audio perspective. So uh, if you haven't already, please do. And if you have, tell a friend or a family member. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. The old back. In more ways than one. I feel like I need to move that, but not actually in the way. Hi. I, uh, sweating. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. Okay, so we've got, um, we've got all sorts, literally all sorts. Um, I've just realised that I'm missing something. Let's do that. Usual rules apply. There's going to be uh, there's going to be stuff from last week. Um, you probably heard this on the intro. Um, stuff from last week. Realise I'm so used to talking quiet at the moment, which will which we'll get to. Um, stuff from the week, entertainment stuff, and uh, games. You know, we know the format by now. Um, stuff from the week is um, some of it ties together. You know me. You know how I like to tie stuff together. So, um, oh, a little slurpy slurp. So, I wanted to give you an update on the um, on the anger, because it's relevant. Not because this is just a thing now, it's relevant. Um, I can honestly, genuinely say, um, my, my anger, problems, issues, whatever, um, for nearly a week now, almost non-existent. That ties into something, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, if anything, might have even gone the other way a little bit. Um, I'm not sure why. Um, it's been a bit of an emotional roller coaster, um, and and so on and so forth. I'm happy to report the my my anger problems um, are in an interesting place right now. I can even give you an example. This morning I was taking uh, I was taking the, the baby uh, to nursery, which is as we know, a trigger for me. I felt triggered. Uh, and I needed to go, I needed to turn a corner and there was a car coming the other way and they were turning the same corner. Um, but it's, uh, it was my right way. And as I got closer, the car coming the other way uh, drove onto the other side of the road and then started taking the corner like, it's like a week ago. It, it, it has to be one of the most amazing driving manoeuvres I think I've ever seen. And normally at 
early o'clock on a Monday morning, I would have been uh, vocal, let's say, about that. Um, what made it worse was uh, I then had to follow said person, and uh, uh, they then decided to uh, to pull in a little further up, and yes, you've never seen anybody make a seemingly simple manoeuvre uh, so just it was a it was a sight to behold and again normally i'd be like uh effing and jeffing but uh but not not today no so right now you may be thinking why is that what's what's happened what has happened um i've hinted uh, if you go back through the archives um there's a point in time where uh, I hinted at saving up for things, uh, selling things to get money, um, buying stuff, being excited for stuff, talking about my issues with excitement, and all of these things. And they're all they were all leading up to uh, last week. Last week came and went. Um, there was a little change which made uh, things um, interesting, let's say. Um, so I'm going to stop being around the bush and I'm going to tell you that I bought, eight weeks ago, I bought a puppy. That's not true. I put a deposit on a puppy eight weeks ago. Um, and eight weeks came and went. Um, and I now have a puppy. And the reason I said that things tied together is there seems to be some connection between having a puppy and um, my anger. I honestly believed that my anger would have just yeah. I, I said I said to um, I said to Leanne quite a few times. I was you know I was worried um, because I wasn't sure that I was maybe the right person to get a puppy. Um, so let me give you some background. Uh, since I was eight years old, uh, I've, I've wanted a dog. Um, so that's that. So 32 years. So here's how it goes. Um, eight years old. Can I have a dog? No. My mother hates, hated dogs. Um, I don't know why that is. Uh, I think there was mentioned that they had, uh, as a family, they might have had a dog at some point. Um, I don't know the reason, uh, but she hated dogs. Past tense. With a passion, like like a, 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 a passion. So there I am, little boy. All he wants is a puppy, not a puppy, all he wants is a dog. And as the years went on, um, I remember I remember vividly looking after my uh, my second cousin, my dad's cousin's dog for, uh, it was like four days and it was just the absolute best time. Um, and then I had friends, um, school friends that had dogs. Um, like quite quite a few school friends had dogs, so it was good, you know, go around your house, or go around to their house, see their dog, and obviously them. Um, so there was that, and then sort of, I suppose when I leave in school, um, college, um, and then working, um, you don't, or I didn't, often come in contact with dogs, but I. Uh, I've always said you're 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 one or the other. You're a dog person or a cat person. I'm very much a a dog person. <clears throat> so you know. Well, I'll get to that bit of the story. Um, once you're once you're out there in the working world, more often than not, you're renting a property. So uh, a dog is immediately out the window. Um, and got a bit further, 
in life and was like, I, I, I would like a dog. Can't have a dog because you're at work all day and dog be on its own. And no matter how much I wanted a dog, um, I, I couldn't argue with that. And I got to the point where I was a bit like, well, you know, I, I, I want a dog and I'm prepared to do X number of things for that dog, even, that mean, even if that means coming home or lunchtime. So whilst ever there was, you know, a rented property situation and, you know, living, living my life, um, dog, dog doesn't always fit into that. Then when, um, not long after my middle daughter was born, I nearly bought a puppy, um, on a few occasions, nearly bought a puppy. And, um, it was going to be a case of like, puppy would be with, um, with my daughters, like during the day and up to a certain point. And then I'd, um, I'd take the puppy home, dog home and be with me overnight. You know, I'd go to work, they'd stay. Um, and I, I considered that to be a reasonable, uh, compromise to the, you work all day situation. Um, but again, it was not meant to be. Um, I actually found uh, some text messages uh, a couple of weeks ago from a good few years ago where I was having a text message conversation with a dog breeder. Um, I was like, yeah, have you got, have you got, have you got a puppy? And they were like, yeah, come and get it. And it was like, okay, cool. So, once the rented accommodation thing was no longer a thing, I'm like, I want a dog. Let's get a dog. I want a dog. I want a dog. I want a dog. I want a dog. Can't have a dog because you're still working full time. So, I'll come home on a lunchtime. No, it's not enough because the dog will be on its own for the rest of the time. It's not fair to the dog. So then, this then resulted in getting the cats, or as they were then, the kittens. Um, again, I was like, you know, this is a compromise. Cats look after themselves at the time we were told, get two, they'll keep each other company. And then shortly after that, it was like, never get two cats. They'll, they'll, they'll hate each other, even if they are brothers. I was like, all right, that's, that's different information. Cool. So, Due to the current situation in the world, everybody's working from home and everybody's buying dogs. So I, I, I had my 40th birthday last year and if I'm honest, I felt, um, I felt like that would have been the time to do it. Um, and for one reason or another, it didn't happen. Um, I was like, you know, um, I, I probably didn't act enough on it, uh, and then it, it came and went. But that was kind of the point where I was like, I think, I feel like I've missed an opportunity here. Um, that was the time to do it. So the shortest version is all the excuses were gone. Working from home currently, um, no longer rented accommodation, uh, all of this. And it was just one of those situations where all the pieces of the puzzle fell into place. So probably a couple of months after my birthday, I really started looking and was kind of shocked at how much puppies had gone up uh, in value. Now, before I criticised for buying a puppy, I looked at getting a dog from a shelter and every single shelter dog, the advert for it says, no pets, no children under 16, or more often than not, no children. That doesn't work for my house. My house has got both. So puppy it is. 
So, I started down the the process and it's like, okay. And yes, puppies in this day and age are incredibly expensive. Supply and demand is through the roof. But if you look hard enough and you look long enough, then, you know, there are things out there. So I started zeroing in on uh, the kind of dog I wanted, but unfortunately that dog was just way, way, way outside my price range. Carried on looking, carried on looking, carried on looking. Every now and then one would pop up at a reasonable sort of price, but then the more you looked at it, the, the, there'd be something wrong. Now, I don't, I was about to say I don't, I don't feel I believe in fate, but I do believe that if something's meant to be, it's meant to be. But I'm pretty sure that is literally the definition of fate. Um, I agree that in the world there are, there are funny coincidences, but the way it worked um, and the system, you know, the way things worked, it was almost like it was meant to be. Uh, there are absolutely far too many things to go through now on this podcast, but it was everything. So, um, went to pick him up on Wednesday. Now, I at this point in time, I've read two books. Uh, obviously, that does not make me an expert in any way, shape or form. Uh, I know a little bit about dogs and the way that dogs operate, but I know I, I knew almost nothing about puppies. And like with children, it's an ever-evolving, uh, ever-evolving system. The book I found and the book I read was uh, a particular type of training um, that sort of works on a reward system, which in some ways it was a bit like, hmm don't know if that's the best, but the more I read about it, the more I sort of got on board with it. So that's the that's the path I chose. Um, so yeah, got a puppy, brought him home. Didn't sleep for two days. And the first of those two days was just carnage. And the second was better than the first, but the second was crazy. And I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say this. If you've ever seen where somebody says that puppies are hard work and they're the harder work than having children and having babies and they're going to do X number of things and pretty much none of them are you, you're going to like and they're not the best for the animal and they're not the best for you and just it's just a at the end of the day it's just a bad situation that that information you are given is a hundred percent correct I've had children uh, not personally obviously I have children and in hindsight, it would have been easier having another child. Because do you know what you know what babies don't want to do at three o'clock in the morning, even if they're awake? They don't want to play for an hour. So already we're we're you know, already it sounded very much like I am regretting my decision. And I'm not gonna lie that there's been a couple of points where I was like, was this really the right the right thing to do and there are things that are coming in the future that I am you know I'm worried about right you know is you know his first walk his first time that I'll that I'll end up unclipping the lead you know will he come back um the first time that there's a, a long period of time with all the girls in the house um you know I get I get the the dog <clears throat> Sorry, a bit of a bit of a weird one there. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah, I get the dog um, when 
uh, well, it's my day with, with the with the baby. It's not baby anymore. But anyway, uh, I get the dog on my day with the baby. Um, and then uh, after that, she, she was gone for two days. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, this this stuff coming on that I'm 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 naturally worried about. Um, I had a conversation with Edward today about uh, dog socialisation. I know it's a big thing, and I know it's something I need to do. And I need to probably do it sooner rather than later. I need to have another vaccination, um, so he can't he can't do any of that yet. But once he's had a vaccination, then he can do that. You know all this sort of stuff. And the way my life is, I never want to jinx anything. I never want to curse myself. So I don't want to say too much uh, in a certain sense. But we're now, it's not even a week. Um, and it's hard. It's testing. Uh, it's, a, it's a lack of sleep. It's, you know, managing the baby and the puppy. And they're both... <laughs> They're both basically the same. And I find that I'm training the wrong one. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but it's, it's interesting. Um, if you're considering it and you look at any time anything has ever said, it's it's difficult, it's hard work, or any of those sort of things, and you look at it and you think, yeah, but I can do it. Let me tell you this. The book I read, the, and the training methods that are in it, in hindsight, it actually reads like you need to do puppy training as a full-time job. Because, spoilers, it's written by somebody who does puppy training, dog training, and all of that behavior, and dog behaviors and stuff, as a full-time job. So, when it's put across to you like that, it's put across in a way that it's, that it's easy, or certainly easier than it actually is. And I'm not saying it's not worth it or it's not going to be worth it further down the line or any of that sort of stuff. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is people make it out to be difficult and it's harder than that. I By, by the third day, I thought that I might have been dying. Like the, the lack of sleep and the fact that I had to keep going and... I don't know if you understand when I say I could tell that my body was eating itself because for like two or three days I basically hadn't eaten anything but I was running at such a high level of output there were points in time where I was like I think I can actually feel my body eating itself um that could have been sleep deprivation, to be fair. But there we go. Uh, I got a puppy. So, yeah. I've written something on the list. I wrote something on the list because I fully, fully expected to have done it by today. And I, and I haven't. So I wrote it down and then, and then I had to slightly change it. And now I'm like, I don't think, don't think that means I can talk about it. But then, because I'm, I'm going on, you know, unless I lose a leg overnight, which, you know, I see aforementioned puppy talk. Um, is, you know, it's possible. No, I'm not going to say that. Or, you know. Uh, I, I, my back was hurting earlier. Maybe, maybe I won't be able to get out of bed. Who knows what it is we're talking about? But unless I am unable to move, or some other reason that I can't, you know, I will complete it tomorrow. 
but at this point in time, I haven't done it, so I probably can't, I probably can't talk about it because it just it just seems a little self-serving, maybe. Um, should we talk about the weather instead? That's not even a joke. Um, so two things about the weather. Yes, we're at that point. I'm old. Bear with me. Anybody that listens to this, do you remember? Do you remember when I was getting all freaked out about the wind? It was like two or three days ago. The wind came back, and I was just like, for flip's sake. Oh yeah, my youngest has got to the age now where she's uh, repeating things, so I have to self-edit. So there's a lot of uh, flips in my house. Um, and uh, other weird and wonderful words. Um, I won't tell you what she said. Uh, but again, anybody who's listening and wonders at which point they have to clean their language up. Um, sooner than you think, let's put it that way. Um, so yeah, the wind returned, and it's just been you know when you sp- when you spend forty percent of your time stood in the garden. Um, yeah, it being windy is a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, but then what we had today was it was I I went out today in the garden, and at one point I was like, I'm, if I'm going to be out here much longer, I think I'm going to have to put some sun cream on. It's supposed to be very hot this week, and at time of recording, we're still in March. Uh, but then apparently next week, yeah, it's going to snow. It's obviously not going to snow. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been very, very sweaty today, and it always, uh, it's always that first reminder of what's to come. And I'm always like, is it too late to get air conditioning installed? I saw an advert about a week ago and it and it was literally that that was the advert it was summer's coming get air conditioning <laughs> and i was like uh okay how do i how do i do that i i would i would struggle if if we, if we had like genuine air conditioning I, I'd, I'd struggle to leave the house <laughs> Um, so I'm self-editing as I go here. So I'm gonna. I, I've made the decision to not be that guy, and I'll just. I'll just leave the last thing on my uh, things for the week. Um, I'm sure there was something else I didn't write down, which doesn't help the situation. Let's talk some entertainment stuff. Um, we've got some interesting entertainment stuff this. Week. I think it's interesting. Anyway. <coughs> Trying to think it. Oh, I was going to. This is another one. I nearly wrote down a film that I was watching, but I haven't finished it, so I can't talk about that. <sighs> the life of a of a of a of a non finisher. Speaking of finishing things, I um, I had by the time I sat down to to do it, I had two episodes of American Gods to watch. Series 3 of American Gods, episode 9 and episode 10. Um, But something happened. I saw a thing recently, um, and then I had to double-check what I'd seen, because I was like, oh, hang on a minute. Um, And I'm pretty sure... Episode 10 is actually the last episode of Series 3. Didn't realise that at the time. So uh, I was like, oh, okay. So... Episode 9. Let's talk episode 9. Um, it was a good episode. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you it wasn't a good episode. It was a good episode. 
Um, but so you know, I keep banging on about how there's been this big part. You know, a huge part of the book is supposed to be in series three, uh, like a third of the book, and it's a big, thick book. About a third of the book uh, is is in series three, and in the third series, they dedicate about the, a total. So over ten episodes, they dedicate a total of like two episodes to it. Um, and I really feel that they did that. They they just didn't do it the justice it deserved because. <clears throat> When I read the book, um, when I started reading that bit, I was like, what the actual flipping hell is going on here? Why have we been doing all the stuff that we've been doing in this book for all this time to then just go off on this, like, it, you know, it turned out to be a murder mystery, but I didn't know that at the time. And it turned out, as I keep saying, to be some of the best stuff from the book. Um, so I was quite I was quite looking forward to seeing what it was that they were going to do with it in the third series and basically they did nothing with it they, they just spent the entire time going oh this is a thing that's happening but let's go and do something else oh do you remember that there was this thing happening oh well we're actually doing something else and it was like that for the entire series um, I really do feel that they missed a trick with it. Um, one thing is we did get the big reveal about um, you know about this twist and this murder mystery and all this that and the other, but I I feel that a big reveal doesn't really work if it's not given the build up. Like there was so much build up. In, in the book and there was so little build up in the city. that was maybe a bit harsh there was what I felt was maybe not enough build up so that was that so I then watched um, episode 10 episode 10 was very interesting because there's kind of been another twist um Mr. Wednesday has revealed um, his his plan, like his master plan, to uh, to Shadow, the main character. And it, you know, it was it was a real twist. I can't remember whether it was that way in the book, but I, I felt it was apt in the series. Um. And there was a lot of stuff with the uh, the world tree, which anybody who knows uh, Norse mythology or anything of that sort of ilk might know about the world tree. And I thought that stuff was done really well. I think they'd sunk a lot of the, I don't want to necessarily say budget, but I think they sunk a lot into um, the, the world tree stuff. Uh, and that was, that was really cool. Um... One one of those things where I was like, uh, there was a bit there was a bit in it where um, Shadow was very sure of himself, very very sort of cocksure and that sort of stuff, and it was a bit like this doesn't feel right, and I get why, I understand why, uh, because that also built to this sort of this twist, was twist. Um, but it's when characters are a certain way and then they get all that sort of bravado and it's a bit like, ugh. Um, it was good. It was fine. It was, it was all well and good. It was all, all, all good. What I will say is I've seen something in the last few days. So I never, I didn't know that it was the last episode. I had no idea it was the last episode. So I only found that out um, at the same time as finding out that 
at this point in time, at time of recording, um, it hasn't been renewed for a fourth series. I saw a post from the guy that plays the main character um, saying that he was sort of hanging around waiting to find out if they're going to renew it and then sort of saying, you know, let's get this let's get this finished and finish Neil Gaiman's vision and all these sorts of things. And I was a bit like, hmm, that's interesting. That has a feel that maybe there's a suggestion that they're not going to renew it for what is almost definitely going to be the last series. And if I'm, if I'm honest, I have absolutely no idea what they're going to put in that series. Because from the point where series three ends, if you followed the book, there's literally a slither of stuff left. And that's it. It's done. And the story ends. So I'm... I'm, I'm a little unsure what they were doing an entire series about. And I kind of get the feeling that there might not be another series. I read a review of uh, the, the, the final episode, Series 3, and it kind of tied in a review of it as a series, as a programme. Um, and, it, and it said what I've been saying for a while, like, for somebody who's read the book... This was like the person saying, you give it as a series a bit of a pass. You're like, oh, you know, it's okay, it's okay. But anybody who has read the book wants more from it as a series. It just never really seems to give you enough. Never really gives you anything. So, there's that aspect. uh, And I fully agree. Um, there's always been this feeling with it as a series that it just it just never gives you anything, and when it does, um, it's so fleeting that you you it's almost like you're starved for it. So yeah, you got a little. So there, that's series three of American Gods, uh, a series that I've always said to people it's very difficult for me to recommend. So there's that. Um, I watched a new series. Now, I'm going to say this now. This is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. But it is absolutely my cup of tea. So, there we go. Um, I have been waiting for months for a new series on Amazon Prime, an Amazon original, uh, called Invincible, which is an animation. So, there we go. Uh, it might not be for you if you're not a, a big animation fan. It might not be for you. If you if you tolerate it or if you're into animation, maybe it is. So let's talk. Um, Invincible is by done by Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead fame. Uh, he did the comic of The Walking Dead and he did the comic of Invincible. So there's that. Um, it's a it's a superhero. Uh, story and it's basically kid whose dad is a superhero waiting to get superpowers gets spoilers gets superpowers becomes superhero and has to come to terms with uh, being a superhero and uh, like learning how to use powers and sort of realising there's like a underlying thing that the powers he's got and the powers that he's sort of the the gifts he's got are developing. They're not, uh, and as well as you know, learning to use them, sort of thing. Started on Friday, and Amazon released three episodes. Now, initially, I, I expected it to be a twenty-five minute episode sort of thing, uh, but they're actually like fifty-minute episodes which I find is interesting for animation. Um, Absolutely amazing cast. Just, yeah, pretty sure Mark Hamill does a voice in the first episode. J.K. Simmons does the voice of the dad. Um, Yeah, there's there's, there's a, a, a good cast of people. So, 
Uh, I watched three episodes. I intended to watch one, and I watched three back to back. And then I watched them again. And then I watched them again. Um, straight in with a bullet. My my new favourite TV series. Unfortunately for me, um, it's going to be released weekly. They release new episodes on a Friday. Uh, I'm not good with weekly TV shows. Um, so I'm not going to give any. I'm, not, I'm going to try not to give anything away um, because there, it, it's very much like there's there's some mysteries, there's some twists, there's some um, there's some all sorts of stuff. There is some stuff at the end of the first episode, which is some of the most brutal anything I've ever seen. I, mean, I know there are other people out there that just don't do animation, but as I've said since I was a child, there is stuff you can do in animation that you would never be able to do in any other way. You know, you can't do it in a film, you can't do it in a live action film, you can't do it in a live action TV series. Even with CG, you know, certain things would cost you probably bordering on billions to do CG wise. You know, let's not, let's not um, beat around the bush here. Marvel do a very good job, but it probably costs them an absolute fortune to do that very good job CG-wise. Stuff that is in animation just... You just probably couldn't... There'd be no cost um, benefit to doing it. So animation takes away a lot of that stuff because you can, you can draw anything. But it's hands down one of the most brutal things I've seen on the screen. Um, and it was amazing. Um, the way I've, I've described it to a couple of people is this is uh, superheroes for adults. Because it's gory. Um, it was brutal. That then leads on to uh, a second episode. Um... In the second so one of the episodes I think it was the third episode maybe um, had this had what is to this point in time one of the most amazing looking things I've ever seen um, there's a there's a bit I'm not gonna no, I'm gonna try not spot there is a bit where there is a character who goes to there's a different planet might be a different dimension, but it's still a different planet. Um, and the time that they are there is some of the most beautiful um, stuff I've seen, animation-wise. And just, like, it was intense. And there's been a couple of things, because it's it, it's brutal. You know, there are points in it that are really brutal. Um, but there are even bits in it that they don't show certain things they just let you work it out for yourself and then you when you do you're like wow that's dark some really dark stuff in it so yeah i am well and truly on board for this one uh, that's uh, that's invincible uh, an amazon prime original or an Amazon original, I don't know how it's worded. Uh, if you like superheroes, if you like animation, if you like animated superheroes, check it out. I am, as you might be able to tell, a little obsessed with it. So that's that stuff. Uh, we can talk a little bit about games, but it, I, I'm, I'm not going to... Not a lie, it is a little bit, and the games side of things might have to take a little bit of a back step. Um, I'm not in a position to play a lot of my current games at the moment due to um, puppy commitments. Um, and if I'm honest, I think the entertainment side in some ways is going to take a bit of a hit. Like I say, I haven't even managed to watch a full film this week. Um, I had 15 minutes left. I'm annoyed. Um, so, uh, 
we must be aware that I finished Cyberpunk. Um, I started it again. And when you start it from the beginning, you get um, you get three different choices of like backstory. Um, and when I first played it, I was like, oh, I can't imagine it makes a huge amount of difference. You know, the game will start the same and it'll play the same. So just pick one, which I did. And as it went through, there was X number of references to how that backstory affected the game. You got different dialogue options. I was like, okay, cool. Start the game again, and as in a situation like that, what you should do is pick a different, you know, a different path, a different backstory. And I did. So originally I picked the the street kid backstory. Um, I can't remember what the actual relevance of it was. Um, and the second time around, I picked the corpo, which is like you work for a, you work for this big corporations in the game. Didn't think it was going to make all that much difference, and boy was I wrong. So up to a certain point of the beginning, where it just it's basically the same because you know yeah it has to take you to the same missions, it has to take you to the same down the same path. For that, that's fine. But the beginning of the game was completely different. And the reason I'm, I'm making a big deal of it was because it was so completely different. You saw a different side of the city. You saw the city in a different way. Um, and you, get, you get to go in a flying car. Um, not controlling it, unfortunately. But you do get to sit and look out the window. It was just a completely different experience. Um, so yeah, I've started it again and I've started playing it again. Um, I have got other stuff that I need to be getting on with. We know that Valhalla's still hanging over my head and other bits and bobs. But, like I say, uh, if I'm honest, that side of things is going to have to take a little bit of a step back because... Um, I'm just not in a position to dedicate time to that uh, side of games. Um, I am in a position to play other games and older games. Um, so I, I, I popped on the first Tomb Raider of like the remake ones of the three remakes. Uh, the second two, the second and the third one were terrible. Um, but the first, I always enjoyed the first one. I've played it many, many times. Um, but it was there, available for me to play. So I popped that on. And I played the beginning. Something struck me while I was playing the beginning of that game. Um, I'm playing it on an older generation, and by that I mean I'm playing it on PS3. So it's not even you know older generation as in PS4. <coughs> I was playing it. I was like. I honestly don't know if I can see that much of a difference between this version and the PS4 version. And I think for me, it was just playing and, and realizing and sort of highlighting <coughs> how gaming hasn't really moved on all that much in these three generations, like PS3, Xbox 360, all the way up to PS5 and the Xbox Series X, I think it might be called. I mean, that shows something, but I can't even tell you the name of the machine. Um, that's all. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk to you about Tomb Raider, um, and I'm also not going to talk to you too much about Dead Space. And there's a reason for that because myself and Sam did an entire podcast on Dead Space, the Dead Space franchise. And it made me want to play the first one again. And like I say, I'm in a position to be playing old games, not current games. So I grabbed my copy of Dead Space and I popped it on. And I've been playing that for a couple of days. I say a couple of, a couple of evenings, a couple of, you know, maybe. Is that true? Was it just yesterday? Honestly, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not going to talk to you a lot about it because, as I say, I, I have actually done a 
full-blown podcast with Sam, which I swear I might release at some point. I wanted to get a second one under under our belts, um, but things like, I don't know, getting a puppy kind of uh, restricts how much podcasting I can do at the moment. Um, he says, staring down the barrel of, I think between today, which is Monday, and a week on Friday, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six podcasts to do. I no idea where I'm going to fit them in. So, that's, that's for me to worry about. I don't want you to worry. Um, so there we go. Little bit of one of those, little bit of a whirlwind kind of podcast um, for a variety of reasons. Uh, sleep deprivation, uh, probably too much coffee. Thinking I might have to stop drinking coffee. But that's probably a conversation for another day. Uh, certainly not for now. But uh, yeah, there's a possibility I might have to cut out coffee. And if I do that, I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll literally be... I don't know, straight edge, I guess. Anyway, a conversation for another day. Thank you all very much for coming along on this roller coaster ride with me. Until next time, I'll see you then. So there we go, what do you think of that? The 96th episode of the Darkest Timeline podcast in the lag. Whew, I'm going to have to do something big. For the 100th episode. Hmm. I'll have to think on that one. While I think about it, you just have a look and see if you click that subscribe button. If it's on, if you're on YouTube right now, just uh, join the YouTube family and click subscribe. If you've done it already, then get a, a friend or a stranger even. Introduce them to something new. Audio listeners, you can also subscribe. SoundCloud, iTunes, or, you know, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, it's a big help to the channel. Uh, it's a big help to the podcast. Big help to us. And ultimately, it'll be a big help to you. So, yeah. So, that's it. Uh, that's this one done. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. See ya!